Welcome to Entrepreneurship Happens, where we discuss everything from the good, to the bad, to the ugly in the entrepreneurial journey. This week, we'll be talking to Dr. Nakia Smith, an entrepreneur that specializes in teaching other female doctors how to live their best life within and beyond just them being in the medical profession. Also, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share to all of our social media platforms. So without further ado, let's get into it. IRS notices can be intimidating, but waiting to act could cost you your valuable taxpayer rights. Don't try to handle the IRS alone. These agents are trained to track you into agreements designed to collect as much money as possible. Don't pay thousands of dollars to a marketing company claiming to be a tax resolution firm. Get behind the shield. The enrolled agents at Elite A-Tax and Financial Services are experts at tax resolution, protecting taxpayers' rights, and are federally licensed to represent taxpayers before the IRS. Elite A-Tax and Financial Services has the knowledge, skill, and experience to assist you with audit representation, liens, levies, offers and compromise, innocent spouse relief, wage garnishment, back taxes, and more. Don't lose sleep, time, or your rights as a taxpayer. Make your appointment today at EliteAidFinancial.com to schedule a consultation and get the IRS off your back. Get behind the shield. Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Do us a favor and tell our listeners who you are and what do you do. Hi, good morning. I'm Dr. Nakia Smith. I'm an anesthesiologist by training. And um, I've been working as an anesthesiologist for about 14 years. And during COVID, you know, I had a lot of isolation. I was feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. And it actually took me a while to even realize that, or even use the word that I was burnt out. Because I didn't really admit that. But Mm -hmm. so um, after kind of doing some self-discovery and some self-work, I worked my way through the burnout and made some changes in my life and in my job. And along the way, I started to share my story with some of my friends. And instead of getting the, oh, really? I'm surprised that your life looks so perfect. I didn't realize you felt that way kind of response. I got a lot of like, yeah, me too, girl. I am struggling. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's just in my friend group, who people who I trust and, you know, I don't think that they would judge me, but you just, it's hard to complain when your life is actually going pretty well. Um, right. So I was planning an event for myself, like a weekend getaway. And then they were like, oh, so here we are. I planned a retreat for my girlfriends um, to help, um, you know, foster self-compassion, have some education about giving yourself grace and how to overcome burnout and how to recover from burnout and how to identify that you have had some kind of trauma. And right. so now I've been planning some um, retreats and events for women, professional women of color, high-performing women of color who all feel that pressure. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So, Nikia, what do you love most about being an entrepreneur and doing all this? Um, I think I love most is, like, just the impact that I've had. Even on just my friends, um, being an entrepreneur has kind of changed my mindset and kind of changed my way of thinking. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, like as a friend, someone might call you and like ask you for advice and you wanted to share your opinion, you know, you're like, oh, you should do this. Cause that's kind of like how you want to help as a friend. But like, as an entrepreneur, I'm learning that people have to like make their own moves more. So it's just like, oh, like, how do you feel about that? Like I've asked, I've learned to ask more intentional questions and mm-hmm. to let them kind of figure things out more on their own, but providing support as opposed to just trying to tell everybody what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Right. I love that. So what do you find most challenging about being an entrepreneur? Girl, <laughs> um, basically all of it. <laughs> As a doctor, I don't really learn about these other things, right? I have been mm-hmm. training in this one, like training in medicine for eight years and training in anesthesia for an additional six years. So I've been hyper-focused on this. And I spent all this time becoming an expert at being a doctor and being an anesthesiologist. Right. And so to basically be like a novice all over mm-hmm. again, even with just basic things, especially tech, automation, like I even just sending basic emails and I thought I was BCCing, but I wasn't BCCing. Like it just okay. those basic things were like a learning curve for me. Um, right. But, you know, initially I would say it's very frustrating because you think that you should just be good at doing whatever you feel like you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to realize like everything is a skill and you will learn it and you will build it. Right. So right. It, it's getting better and better, you know, each little step. But that was definitely hard, basically not knowing anything. Right, right, right. I can see that. I can see that. The one benefit, though, the one caveat to that is that you're a novice at it, and you can get better at it, but you can also put, you'll have a different perspective at it. You get what I'm saying? So even doing some of the typical entrepreneurial things, you'll have a different perspective where that could even be something that you could give out to the audience, to other doctors. Hey, if you decide to do any side ventures or whatever, you might have to pay attention to these things. So that that's a good part to it. Yeah, that is good. I'll have to make note of that when people ask me later. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I figured it out. So <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to, this is the thing. You're, they say document everything, yeah. document everything. Yes. So, um, I know venturing into this new, like transitioning into this new new opportunity or, you know, journey, how has it impacted your, your circle, your family? I mean, were they like, girl, you know, you got some solid over here, you know, you're talking about doing something else. Were they cool with it? Were you very supportive? Were they skeptical? So they're amazingly cool with it. And of course, that's what I kind of thought though. Like, you know, one of my limiting beliefs, like people are going to be like, why are you doing this? Like mm-hmm. you're a doctor, your life is fine. Like, why would you even do this? But like, my mom was just like super supportive. Not that I thought that she wouldn't be, but she was just like, wow, this is so inspiring. Your emails are so great. And I was just like, what? Like, cause <laughs> honestly, she's not really my target market, right? She's like a generation ahead and it's right. slightly different mindset, but she found it to be very inspiring. So that was very helpful for me to know that my mom completely supports uh, my mission and what I'm trying to do. And then my tribe, after the, after the retreat, they just were all just like, oh, this was so great. When can we come back next year? What are we doing? Like, what's next? So it felt really good to have people accept it. Um, I do think it's just because it, I spoke so viscerally to what people were feeling. Um, And then um, like my mom is like, oh, let me proofread your email. So she's trying to like help me out. (laughs) So it's been great. Yeah. I've been very blessed in that, in that sense. Like everybody has been like, oh, this is great. Like, this is a great idea. I'm happy you're doing this. So, um, and actually a few of my friends are now venturing out. So I need to do take, I do need to take notes on how I'm doing things because a few people have said that it's inspired them to try their own thing. And Mm -hmm. so I'm happy that, you know, I'm giving people like the vision, like she's doing it so I can do it. Right, right, right. Awesome. Well, what do you know now that you wish you knew then once before you, you know, jumped out there and started doing this? You're all a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a lot of things. Like, I mean, there's always the technical things about learning how to do things and learning how to automate things and like kind of figuring out how to do your due diligence about like, 
you know, don't just go on the first site someone recommends you to use your website. Like, kind of look at what you think you need and mm-hmm. what's the best. Because I was just like, oh, what should I do for this? And I'll just go do that, whatever they said, uh, versus, right. like, looking through my own research. And then secondly, like, the mindset part is a lot. You know, it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. But, like, the no's and, like, the fa- the failures, like, mm-hmm. mindset has changed about that. Like, now, as I've been doing it for over a year now, like, I'm not really like someone says, no, I'm like, whatever. But before I'd be like, Oh no, <laughs> like my whole, my whole world would end when someone says no, but now I'm just like, okay, on to the next. And so right. I just don't fear those no's. And I just like, Oh, I just, if something happens. I might like, give myself a moment to be like, Oh, that was unfortunate or that sucked. Cause it does suck. But then right. you have to pick yourself up and move on to the next. And then just being persistent and consistent. Um, All right. You know, sometimes you like, you send one email and you're like, okay, I did my job. I'm like, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. And and you're right about that. You know, I, I, I would always get just annoyed when people always say, well, um, there's no money in your feelings or uh, you can't sit in feelings. And it's not, it makes, some people make it sound like you're, there's no feelings in business at all. No, that's not true. Especially when it's your baby, when it's something that's close to you, you're going to have feelings and emotions. And if you don't, I think something's wrong with you. What it is, is that you can't stay there, feel your feels and then move on. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it is. But to just say, well, there's no feelings in business. That's why a lot of people are cold hearted and they get what they, you reap what you sell. You know what I'm saying? You need to have some feelings and emotions in business. You just can't stay there. Yeah, it's very personal business for me. So like, honestly, like whenever I get any kind of feedback, I do take it personally, but I have been, you know, working on that. Like, okay, you can feel it for one night. Like, okay, you can feel right. it. Then tomorrow you got to wake back up and start back all over again. So like that's right. kind of how I've just gotten through it. Right, right. Same here, same here. <laughs> so what's the worst thing that's ever, that has happened, you know, being an entrepreneur? How did you bounce back and what did you learn from that lesson? Oh, goodness. Um, luckily, I haven't had like any like, you know, major crazy clients or anything like that. But, you know, I think <laughs> some um, unfortunate events like, you know, mostly tech issues where I would create something and then it would just like vanish and I'd just be crying like, oh, my God, <laughs> where to go? I don't know. The whole funnel is just gone. Um, so the tech issues are definitely a, a learning curve for me. Um, mm-hmm. because I mean, I like my phone, but I'm not really a computer person and you have to be like mm-hmm. on your computer doing these things um and then secondly like I've had some pivots for like you know like my last event we were going to Nashville we were at this lovely hotel but they had like citywide construction the weekend of our event so we showed up and everywhere around the hotel is like full of cones and tractors and I'm like it's so loud like how can you have a relaxing event outside your window so we basically had to like really really pivot and like move all the rooms and do all this stuff so it was a little bit stressful but you know, I'm learning to, that you can't control everything and that you have right. to just do the best that you can. Right, right. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what's been the best thing so far that's happened to you? Um, I would just say like the feedback and the testimonials, like, because sometimes it does feel like you're talking to a void. You're sending out emails, you're making mm-hmm. posts, really happening. You're kind of like, should I do this? Like, do people really care? You know, <laughs> and then like you get, a reply to an email or you get a reply to a post where it's just like, wow, I was thinking that exact same thing. I'm glad I'm not alone. And that is like the reason, like you are not alone with these feelings. You are not alone 
in processing this. Don't feel like you have to do this by yourself. We're out here. We're here to support you and uplift you and be your tribe. So like when people give me that feedback that this is what they needed or they didn't know they needed this, but this is what, you know, what spoke to them. It makes me so happy. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I I, I understand that when you're doing something, it's like, especially with social media, sometimes you get no likes, you get no comments. You don't know if anybody's watching it, but then when you get those inboxes, they're like, oh, you're inspiring me. Keep doing what you're doing. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, it randomly pops in and you're just like, okay. You know, as long as one person is getting something from it, it's worth it. But sometimes it's just like a whole quiet week. We're like, Am I on? Is this on? Like, <laughs> that <sends> out? <laughs> right, right. I feel you. And even with our podcast, it's like that. It's like at first I was looking at the numbers, like, okay, we're only getting like 10 or 20. And now we're up to, you know, 800 downloads. So it's like, yay, okay. <laughs> it's a process. It's a process. So what motivates you? Um, you know, it was it's people. You know, I became a doctor to help people. And I was looking around like I was not, I mean, I was happy. I like being a doctor and I like helping people, but I didn't feel like it was it. Like I wasn't really fulfilled. And then when mm-hmm. I looked like, like me and my friends were like all kind of like, I would not, not unhappy, but kind of like, we're all just like blah, like we're in the little middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life's okay. And I'm just like, well, that's unfortunate. We spend so much money and time and effort to go to school or to pursue these mm-hmm. degrees or to pursue these career paths. We work so hard, you know, we're like the highest educated group uh in you know the u.s and no one's really looking out for us or taking care of us we all just kind of feel like we're doing it all and no one has our back and and i just think that that's just like like that's just not unacceptable so that's really what motivates me is to make sure that you know my girls my tribe my people know that someone is here for them and Mm -hmm. someone has their back and so like i'm just going to keep pushing um, to let people know that because I just don't want to hear that. Like, I don't ever want to hear someone say, "Oh, I'm alone. No one, no one cares about me or anything like that." Right, right, right. So, as far as we like, this is our crazy question number one that we throw out there. What's on your playlist? What are you currently listening to? What do you listen to to get in the zone? Okay, yeah. to get in my zone. I have like two songs I listen to like every morning. Um, okay. <laughs> It's Meg the Stallion, her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. And okay. then it's also uh, Beyonce, I'm that girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a bit, but it just, oh. I just like, it just gets me like in an upbeat, like, mm. hey, hey mm. I can do this. I got it kind of mood. Uh, right, so you're, right. You're, you're full size. We're going to get a lot of action, huh? <laughs> you've been killing it. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny that's so man most entrepreneurs have an idea of what success is what is your idea of success and do you consider yourself to be successful um that's yeah okay um <laughs> I, I, I know it's like hard for me I do consider myself to be like just successful in general you know, mm-hmm. I, I said at eight years old, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm a doctor. So like, I can't negate that, you know, like I right. did, um, as an entrepreneur, I don't, um, really think that I am a success yet. Um, because I do want to, you know, just impact more people. Um, I don't have like a defined number, but like, mm-hmm. 
I just feel like when, and it's, it's already happening, but I just like want it to happen more. It's like when someone tells someone about me, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm reading these emails. I went to this event and you would, you would definitely like resonate with this. You should like, you know, get on the newsletter and come to the next event. Like, I just want someone to tell someone about like what we're doing and like mm-hmm. kind of expand the tribe. Um, so that would be like, it's never ending with that. So I'm like, that's an unreasonable measure of success. Cause I want to just keep going and going, but as far as success, I just want like freedom to move mm-hmm. how I want to move. And I know that being an entrepreneur doesn't mean you really have, like you have some more freedom because you can kind of do more of what you want to do, but you still have to put the work in, but you can do it from your house. You could do it from the beach. You know, you don't have to like physically miss certain things. Right. Can design your business to run how it would best benefit you. So that is my, my, like, like my ultimate thing. Cause as a doctor, I can't do that. I have to go in every day. (laughs) Like I can't just be like, Oh, today I'm going to just take my laptop to the coffee shop and do my work there. (laughs) So that the day when I could be like, oh, today I just feel like working from the coffee shop, that to me is going to be like a successful, my successful moment. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I would actually say for you to think, and this is a mindset thing, think of yourself as already successful because you've started. A lot of people have the idea and they never start. So you started. So that counts you as a success. You just haven't reached the level of success that you want to reach, but you are already successful. Ooh, I love that. Let me write that down as my mantra. <laughs> I am already successful. And I yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a, a, my mentor, there's a whole principle around um, just, you know, instead of striving, already think that you already are. With anything that you want to do, anything that you want to be, just already say that you already are, already act and operate in that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I have to always impart that to other people yes. as well. So, yes. We got to hear it. So, <laughs> so how do you manage those feelings of self-doubt and imposter syndrome? Um, it's a continual work in progress. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely did a lot of self work and, um, you know, now I have my little self care toolbox that I use where I'm just like, okay, like I have to just be grounded and intentional. Like, why do I feel like this? And is it true? You know, like, is that true? And, um, how, how, what do I think would make me feel better in this moment? Like, and sometimes it's like, I feel like I want some ice cream and I just go get ice cream. And sometimes I feel like, I just feel like I, you know, want to take a nap and I'm, you know, but just trying to really tap in and be honest with myself. Cause you know, the imposter syndrome is just yourself lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, is that true? Am I the worst doctor ever? Like, no. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, get, get over it. <laughs> so here's a question for you though, on that. Has the imposter syndrome been different like I know you've had it as a doctor but how has because a lot of times entrepreneurship someone else mentioned this previously is that it will really make you face yourself that your your flaws your challenges it's a it's a whole different ballpark of you know self-examination so did you see that difference it is. And so it's weird because I kind of had two different things. Like when things weren't going well, I was at least self-compassionate enough to be like, 
why do you think you would know how to do this? You've never done this before. So at least I had that part. But I will say that like something I didn't recognize, but that was brought to me by a friend is that when I was out in public, I was not presenting myself as an entrepreneur. So even though I had started already and I was still kind of hiding it. And so mm. that was like, oh, but, you know, I didn't really notice it because I just wasn't doing it. And she goes, how come I never mention blah, blah, like, you know, retreat or that you're doing this and that you're like an entrepreneur now. And I, and I really was just like, I don't even know. Like, I didn't even think about it because it's something I couldn't even, you know, try to tap into because I was just not doing it. So I did have to like have a little come to moment with myself. I'm like, why aren't you like, are you ashamed to say it? Or are you afraid mm-hmm. of saying it? Like, why? And it was just like, I hadn't, and I don't feel like I was ashamed. I felt like I hadn't fully embodied it yet. And it was something like what you said, Mm -hmm. the success is that you're doing it. And so I guess I felt like at that time, since I was just starting, I shouldn't say it because I wasn't like there yet, but I would be mindful that like I started, so I'm already successful. And so I have had to make that mental shift. Um, So it was kind of weird. I'm like, well, I'm doing great. Like I'm not being too hard on myself, but then I'm like also hiding. And you know, what's crazy about that is that you got to think about it. There are people out there that don't know half the stuff that you know, haven't done half the stuff that you've done. And they're out there. (laughs) They are running their lips like they are experts. You know, I mean, for example, um, Elizabeth Theranos, you know what I'm saying? She didn't even have the product and she was getting investors, you know what I'm saying? But here we are being meek and shy, you know, and you've already done a, a retreat or two, you know what I'm saying? And you're not saying anything to anybody. And it's yeah. just, it's just crazy, but you have to think about it. It's like, you know what, if they can go run around and act like they, they know, and they're the best, I need to step it up, you know? So, yeah, that was a big moment for me. It was nice that she called me out too. It's good to have mm-hmm. people who will be like, Hey, I noticed this. And uh, yeah. I'm just curious. And I was like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> right, right, right. That circle do it for you. So beyond um, your morning twerk fest. <laughs> What's some of your other daily habits? Oh goodness, that's hilarious. Um, I my daily habits. I um, I do like my hype music. I try to do a journal. Um, I do a five minute journal. Um, so I try to just do that every day, so at least mm-hmm. I can practice my gratitude and like my reflections of how the day went. Um, and those are the main things I do daily. You know, I do have like a night routine where I try to decompress and get in bed and turn my phone off kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. because I just find that sleep is very important. Um, and then I, and not daily routines, but I do try to um, work out like two to three times a week and mm-hmm. have a therapist. So I do my therapy sessions once a week. So I'm just trying to make sure that I'm just taking care of myself so that I can present my best self to everybody else. Awesome. 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 So what is next for you? What do you um, see yourself doing? What are you planning for the future? Are you increasing the number of retreats per year or making the retreats bigger, like a whole month or something like that? Anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> Um, you know, we need a month vacation, really. To I be know, I know. It's insane because, like, ever since I started, my brain has been on like a thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like about breaking that seal and like having all of these ideas. 
And obviously I can't implement all of them at once. So I'm trying to build out a plan. Um, but I do have really big visions and we do have a retreat coming up. So we have the physician wellness retreat, which was the first retreat I had last year. Um, that's coming up in October. And I do have a really big vision for this larger scale retreat um, in the spring of next year. Cause I do think it's time to kind of expand. And I just had this, like, it's just this, dream about like just being surrounded by like black greatness like all around you know you know just like everywhere you look you're like oh they're all in my group and we are all amazing um so I do plan to continue with at least two retreats per year the physician Mm -hmm. retreat for our education and then an additional retreat for us to just feel loved and empowered um and then I do have some other ideas about creating um, more tribes, more pods, and an actual physical space for us to to be. I love that. I love that. I love that. So, I mean, do you have like, because this sounds like really comprehensive and thought out, but do you have like somebody that you have you know, as like maybe a mentor or something that you could bounce these ideas off of? And how important do you think that is in your journey? I, I definitely think mentorship is very important. I actually have a few mentors. Um, I have one mentor that is helping me like with the like logical things, like this is the plan, like, and we go through all of that. And mm-hmm. then I'm kind of, um, I'm an avid social media user and I actually have <laughs> bombs in sliding into people's DMs. <laughs> so wow. like, I've never had a problem with that. So I actually frequently message a lot of um business owners and I just you know just to say you know ask for advice or to comment on what they've posted and like I'll just like there's a very successful um cafe in Las Vegas called Cafe Lola and it's owned by two women and they have like multiple Mm -hmm. sites and they have to also have other businesses under their name and I was just Mm -hmm. like um I was like do you have a suggestion for a lawyer and she just sent me a lawyer like oh wow like oh so I just asked people do you have a suggestion for this or what should I do? And sometimes they reply. So I do have my, you know, I meet with, but then I also just message these, you know, these professional women that are successful and just ask for their advice whenever I feel like I need it. (laughs) I love that. I love it. See, but that's the difference. You're slotting in DMs asking for, you know, advice or or suggestions or whatever. You're not pitching them all the time. Some people on social media, the minute they, you accept their friend request, they're in your DMs trying to pitch you. (laughs) Yeah. And I also like, just don't slide in and be like, Hey, tell me what to do. You know, like I I engage with their content and I'm just like, Oh, thanks for sharing this message. Oh, I love you. And I was, and so I also was like, I slid into Fawn Weaver's DMs. Um, before our national retreat and I was just messaging her for a few months before we came out there and then I told her oh me and my group are coming out there are you going to be around and she was like yeah on Sunday I'm going to be at Uncle Nearest Distillery at the gospel brunch and so I just showed up and talked to her and met her and got a picture and I was just like this is amazing <laughs> so awesome. I slid into these DMs to meet these um, you know inspiring women awesome well how important is it for you to have a team I assume you do have a team to put together a retreat how important is that and how easy or difficult was it for you to get one together so I have a small team it's just me and I have um, part-time help but um, it is my a good friend of mine and her job like her nine-to-five job is to plan events there you go (laughs) (laughs) it just seems logical Um, it's Mm -hmm. very 
actual um, <laughs> because I'm like a big vision person. And I will just be like, and it should look like this, and we can have this, and we're going to do this. And I do need someone that's like more logical and on, yeah. like, Whoa. <laughs> on budget. Hold on. <laughs> like, bring it back. How much money are you trying to spend here? Exactly. Like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'll just be like, we should have this and do this. And, you know, and it's great to have the vision, but someone has to balance that out. So she <laughs> Of keeping me on task because I also get distracted and she keeps me on budget. And um, she's also just, again, a very, you know, precise and execution focused person because this is her job to, you know, plan and produce these large events. And so my events are actually very small scale compared to her, her normal events. So she's like, oh, this is so much fun. It's so intimate. Um, but yeah, she definitely is a lifesaver. Awesome. 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 So who is your biggest inspiration for doing all this? Um, I don't know if I really have one. Uh, I kind of just, like, uh, when I was going through my self-work, and I was reading books about self-compassion and stuff like that, but I was also listening to these books by, you know, Black authors, and I was listening to Lovey, and I was listening to Viola. And, you know, I don't know that Viola is, like, my biggest influence, but, like, there's just a moment in her book when she says she went to Juilliard, and they told her she had to audition for like three days. And she told them they have one day and they better tell her now. And it was just something about that. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. The audacity. It was like, <laughs> it's like, you can tell me today. I've got places to be. And I was just like, what? Wow. That was crazy. It was crazy. I really like that story is always sticks to me. It's like she literally went to Juilliard and told them, yeah, I know it's a three-day process, but not for me. So figure it out. And so <laughs> if she can do that, then we can pretty much do anything. Right. Right. You're right. Yeah. I love that. I love that story. Like, every time I'm thinking like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, well, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> they got one day. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, what's one final piece of advice that you have for new entrepreneurs or someone thinking about jumping into entrepreneurship? I, my piece of advice, and it's the same thing that people always say, and it's hard to get over, but it's like, you have to do it scared. Like, you're never going to feel comfortable. You have to just do it. And then you'll grow some level of comfort and then something new will happen and you'll be scared all over again. So um, that's it. Like if you are waiting to be ready, then you're never going to start. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. For me, it's, there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be enough money. There's not, ne- you know, say just, just do it. Just do it. I love that. So where can our uh, listeners find you or find out about the retreat? Where can they find you on social media? Yeah. So my Instagram and my Facebook handle is um, she is fireforged. And um, the website is www.sheisfireforge.com. So that's where um, it's undergoing a revamp now because I'm learning lessons about exchange of services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm money for this. I'm like, mm, exchange of service, you know, lessons learned. Oh. So I'm doing a revamp on the website and I'm very excited for the retreats that are coming up in um, the fall and the spring and it's going to keep pushing forward. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us today and sharing your journey. Definitely drop some information. I can't wait to um, share the different uh, events with our listeners as well. I'll make sure that's in the description for the episode so they can check it out and sign up. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so great. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you an entrepreneur or a small business owner? Or is your target audience entrepreneurs or business owners? Then we definitely have a spot for you. Become an advertiser or an actual guest on our podcast. We are stepping forward and we'd love to have you a part of our team. Send an email to info at entrepreneurshiphappens.com and we'll get right back to you and get you all scheduled and on our list. See you then. Thank you for listening to our show today. If there was any part that you liked, please feel free to drop us a voice message. Next week, we'll be talking to Marianne Marriott, a financial guru that specializes in helping others create happy and healthy financial portfolios. Also, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share on all of our social media platforms. Until next time, peace. today's economy, many are sitting with heavy questions about their careers, finances, and work-life balance. Maybe you're wondering if working two jobs is worth your valuable time and energy, or how to be more available to yourself and your family, or if now is the right time to make that career transition, career advancement, or jump into entrepreneurship. Hi, my name is Tara Hayslip. I'm the CEO of Grounded Energy 111, international best-selling author and spiritual career mentor. I help entrepreneur women and corporate career women create soul-aligned careers around their lifestyles. If you are or have been feeling like you want to do more with your career by making that change, advancement, or start your own business, I invite you to my free monthly workshop, the Be A Boss Workshop, where you'll meet other women going through similar career transitions and experience an interactive group coaching workshop. For more information, follow me on Instagram at grounded underscore energy 111. Join the grounded community through my link tree and my Instagram bio. Check things out on my website at www.groundedenergy111.com or email me at tara at groundedenergy111.com. And I look forward to connecting with you soon.